Welcome to the Pointless Void podcast, where two friends and screenwriters come together and turn a dumb idea into a movie idea. I'm your co-host, Carter Young. And I am also your co-host, Jack Huckabee. We took a week off, kind of on accident. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't on accident. We were pretty busy, and so we just kind of took a week off. Yeah. And so we have uh, some good we're, ideas. We're back. Do we have we good ideas? I, To be honest... I- <laughs> Last week, I was feeling a little dry. I didn't have very many ideas. Um, and that's kind of why I just let us be busy. I didn't like pressure us to like take the time to make a video or make an episode. Is because we didn't have the... Because our ideas were... I agree. We Last week, we even talked about it. We're like, we need... We're starting to get ideas from people. We're like, listen, we need this, this. See, we have a lot of ideas. And then either we we try to put them into practice and they're, they're like, eh, that's not really the best idea actually. Mm-hmm. Or we forget the idea. Right. Both of those happen <laughs> many Both times. Both of those happen <laughs> a lot. Um, so today we're going to do kind of an interesting thing. We're going to try to create a movie with like different paranormal rituals. Um, for example, if you ever heard of like the Bloody Mary ritual or the, mm-hmm. like what are all these rituals? Uh, you know, to be honest, I don't know if you, would you consider the Ouija board? Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, kind of. It is, yeah. I, Bloody Mary. Um, um we, the Eleven Mile Road is one that we've tried. Yeah, that's why. That's why we actually <laughs> thought about it because one time we were just bored one night, and so <laughs> us two um, and our friend Callie, we decided, uh, let's just go for a drive. We like, we, there's like a neighboring city that we like almost never go to, mm-hmm. and so I was like, let's just like go up there, drive around. It was nighttime. And so I just had this thought. I'm like, oh, I remember this like ritual. I can't remember exactly the rules. I think it's called the 11 mile ritual. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought it was called. And I confirmed that actually is what it's called. And what the ritual is, is you, we, we did it technically wrong because there was three of us. You're supposed to be by yourself. Right. But you're, you, you're by yourself and you go into a, like a wooded area, an area with lots of trees and you just drive and you, the whole time you're driving, you have this like thought in your mind that is like your deepest desire, the thing you want the very most in life. And you just let that desire drive, like direct you. You just kind of go and drive and don't, like don't try to go to a specific place, just mm-hmm. go. And then they say like, oh, then your desire will direct you to the, to the road. Right. The road, like you'll know it when you see it. When you see this road, you'll know this is the road that I'm supposed to go down. And then you go down the road and they say like the first mile, you'll be fine. Second mile, you'll like, you need to just, you just need to focus. You turn off all uh, music, everything. You just focus on the road. It's like, if you hear voices, ignore them. If you see like creatures, ignore them. Just keep going, just keep going. And like the creepiest part to me, when you like actually read the ritual, it's like, ignore them even if it seems like it's coming from your back seat and stuff like that's like that's that was what kind of like freaked me out the most uh-huh but um if you make it to 11 miles and and at some miles like your car might break down or they're like they say like if you get to the 10th mile your car will completely shut off and it'll be broken down but you're still like going for some reason yeah which we did not experience but uh <laughs> and then if you make it to that 11th mile, you get your, you get your deepest desire granted. Uh huh. If you don't die, if you don't die. Right. And so that was what we did. We, uh, we missed the road at the very beginning. We, we both felt it. We're up. like, let's turn right. And then we just drove through and then we turned around and got gas. Cause <laughs> Oh no, that's what it was. Is, uh, 
um, we were driving and I was telling these guys um, about the ritual. I think Callie had heard about it before, but she didn't remember. Yeah, and it that I've much. never and heard, and you've about, never heard it. about it. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of telling them about it. And then we just passed this road and I was like, that was it. That was the road. Yeah. And Carter was like, I felt that too. No, I was actually thinking, I was like, should we turn down that road? And then I just was like, nah, we'll just go straight. And so <laughs> we, we like, we went, we, we ended up passing it, but then, uh, Callie was like, no, we have to turn around. Both of you guys felt it. <laughs> and so we were like, okay, we'll turn around. But we do actually like Carter was like, I'm, I want to go get gas first just in case. Mm. Cause I was thinking we were going to travel 11 miles on an actual dirt road, but it turns out you like go to like. What is it? You go into an al- not alternate universe, but you kind of get yeah. There's like kind of an alternate universe going translated, on, like in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. Like the so like the road like, doesn't have to actually be 11 miles. Like it doesn't have to be a road that goes 11 miles. But yeah, but it will go. But it will. You will drive 11 but, miles. But you're even supposed if you're, you're supposed to go down a road that you don't. You've never been down. Exactly. So right. it's like yeah. So you don't actually know if it's 11 miles or not. So we went and got gas, and we came back. We found the road again. But uh, we, we started to go down it and it was just like some like farmer's driveway. Yep. And so we're like, dang it. We should have. We, we missed our opportunity. It. We missed our opportunity. We felt it and we missed it. And so the portal was gone. So we're going to have to try it again <laughs> someday. But uh, what's funny is Callie believes in superstition a lot. Our friend does. Actually, all of our friends do. All of our friends believe in superstition a lot. Yeah. And uh, we do not. And we're trying to experience well, that's it. why i wanted to do it <laughs> yeah, like, right. i don't actually believe in the 11 mile ritual like yeah but we want it we but it's just fun it. to kind of like mess around and like hey right. Ka- like freak out callie and stuff yeah because uh, all of them are like what are you doing you're messing with the devil <laughs> like, like no the devil would care less if i go down this yeah, road the devil <laughs> has better things to do if the devil's real he's got other things going on yeah then me going down then this me road. going down this road and <laughs> anyway and then uh we were looking, um, should we just like actually look up rules? Like, so let's look it up. So the, there was another one that was the elevator. elevator. That one I think could be cool. Yeah. You explain that one. Cause I explained the okay. 11 miles. So this is based off memory. Of course. L- let's actually look it up though. Let's look it up. Okay. While I'm yeah. talking about it, we were looking up elevator rules and there's this website. Elevator. Oh, shoot, I forgot the name of the website though. Um, oh, ghost in my machine. Is that what it's called? Yeah, um, Ghost in my machine. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's so that has a lot of the Kay. these rituals on there. So this is one where you um, elevated to another world. It is one of the other names, elevated to hell. Um, it was in 2014. Okay. Let's accept. Accept the cookies. Accept the cookies. Yep. <laughs> I uh, want cookies. Let's see. Where's They're the doing like rules? all these different legends. I'm just trying to get to the rules. Here they go. Players. One. No more, no less. You can't have half a player. Has to be one player. See, that's the thing about <laughs> these rituals is you're gonna be freaked out because you're by yourself. Exactly, like, right? That's why it's like there are people like that experience Bloody Mary, like they're like, oh, it's actually so scary. Like I chickened out like right before it's like, yeah, because you're like imagining this woman appearing behind you mm. in the dark with these candles and like yeah. obviously you're gonna be scared. And you're by yourself. And you're like- by yourself <laughs> and you've like told yourself this story. You're gonna be scared. That's why all these rituals are by yourself. Exactly. Anyway. Okay, so venturing out, begin at any time. Enter your chosen building and proceed directly to the elevator. Remember, this has to have to be a 10-story building. It needs to have 10 different stories. Call the elevator using only the up button to do so. If the down button is presented, do not touch it. When the, eleva- when the doors open, enter the elevator. You must enter it on the first floor, and you must enter it alone. Do not proceed if anyone else is in the elevator with you. What does the first floor mean? Because, like, in some countries, the first floor, like, the lobby yeah. is not one. 
You know what I mean? Right. The lobby is zero. I'm guessing. Or the lobby is lobby. Yeah. So what is the first floor? Uh, is the gonna, lobby the first to, floor? I'm, I'm guessing lobby. That's what I'm going to go with. Well, okay. no, I say if there's one that says one, that's the one you start with. Yeah. But if there's one that's, if it goes lobby and then floor number two, I say it's lobby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's all about the numbers for this one. Okay, so press the button for the fourth floor. When the elevator reaches the fourth floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the second floor. When you reach the second floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator, press the sixth floor. At the sixth floor, do the same and press the button for the second floor. When you reach the second floor, do not get out. Remain and click the tenth floor. When you reach the tenth floor, now reach, go to the fifth floor. When you go to the fifth floor, when you reach the fifth floor, a young woman may enter the elevator. Do not look at her. Do not speak to her. She is not what she seems. She needs help. Why can't we look at her and yeah, help her? Do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the first floor. At this point, one of the two things will occur. The elevator will begin descending to the first floor, or it will begin ascending to the 10th floor. If the elevator descends, the ritual has failed. Do not proceed. Okay. See, see, that's what's dumb about this is you can never prove this ritual wrong. Uh huh. Because you're gonna press one, and guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna the go to the elevator. Is gonna go to one. Yeah. It's never not gonna go to one, but you can't prove it wrong because the ritual says, "Oh, it failed." Yeah. And <laughs> so, so they're like, ah, oh, the ritual is real, but it failed to the tenth floor. Um, and it also speak, said exit the building. Don't look back. You may try again another time. It also said uh, it didn't say a woman a woman will enter on the fifth floor. It said a she may. may enter. So even if a woman doesn't enter and you go to the first floor because that's how elevators work, you still can't prove the ritual wrong. <laughs> this is what I love and also hate about these things is they're so obviously fake, <laughs> but like they're so easy to believe. I know. I think we should go to Salt Lake and try this. That's where we can is find 10-story buildings. Is that the closest 10-story building to I us? I think so. Um, now is your last chance to back out. Oh, oh, okay, wait, sorry. If it extends to the 10th floor. Oh, and once you exit out the first floor, you're just supposed to run out of the building. The building's haunted. You got to get out of there, and you can retry another time. But if it sends the ritual Wait, if it goes to one, it's haunted, and you need to get out? Well, yeah, it says, like, the ritual <laughs> has failed. Do not proceed. When the elevator reaches the first floor, exit as soon as the doors open. Do not look back. Do not speak. Exit the building, and don't look back. Yeah, so... <laughs> so, so even even when it fails, it freaks you out. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to do. Okay, Note that if you are having any second thoughts, what you're about to do, if you find that you are losing your nerve, now is your last chance to back out. To cancel the ascension and terminate the ritual, press any button for any floor in the building besides first or 10th floor. You must cancel the ascension before the elevator passes the ninth floor in order to terminate the ritual. Once you reach the 10th floor, you may choose either to exit the elevator or to remain aboard. If you choose to exit, and if the woman entered the elevator on the fifth floor, she may take this opportunity to ask you where you were going. Do not answer her. And this is in, this is in bolded and caps. Do not answer her. Do not look at her. <laughs> exit the I elevator think that, without comment. That's ripe for movie lore is who this woman is. I know. So I, That's what I'm saying. Now look around and do not lose sight of what elevator in which you arrived on. You will, it said, find yourself in another world. So what it sounds like is you're like in the upside down. Mm -hmm. Is what it sounds like. The return trip um, depends on your choices. Thus, if you do not exit the elevator at the 10th floor, press the button for the first floor. The door should close and then the elevator should resend. If it does not, keep pressing the button for the first floor until it does. When the elevator reaches the first floor, exit as soon as the doors open. Do not look back. Uh, if you chose to exit the elevator at the 10th floor, you must return to the same elevator 
Um, when you enter the elevator, press the button for the fourth floor and repeat steps from six to 12 to exit out. So you have to do the same elevator things. Okay. And then once you do that, it'll go ascending to the 10th floor again, like when you click one at the end, but then that's when you cancel it and click any floor number Mm -hmm. and then click one and that's how you get out. But if any of them have movie potential, the I think elevator. It's Elevators are inherently kind of creepy because you they are you don't know what is going to be on that other side. I mean, obviously, it's just going to be a building. A yeah, <laughs> but like in in like a supernatural like view, like mm-hmm. anything, like you don't know what's going to op- when that thing opens. What will so yeah. there it is like inherently creepy. They use it in video games all the time. They do like it's a genius. Like not way. even creepy w- video games, but v- elevators are like in a, a very important like story beat in video games for some reason. You know reason. another reason why? So I was actually looking at this. You know when you're crawling too? That's the same thing like they're crawling and you open it into a world. In those moments, it allows the computer to generate the next step without pausing the game and loading screen. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they can have and some so dialogue they have moments. some dialogue moments in those moments where you're not seeing anything <laughs> but, not but you're still playing but it's not a loading screen. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so like, like, I can't remember exactly what horror game it is, but there's one where you, you're doing stuff all the time and there's like, there's one, two, three, there's three floors. Mm-hmm. And then one time you enter the, the same elevator you've been entering the whole time, there's a f- like fourth floor. Yeah. Um, that's what's kind of weird about the, like, I would think the, this ritual they're talking about is like, they, if it's a 10 story building, it's like, oh, you ascend to the 15th floor. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like the floors that are there, but not like the actually there. Yeah. This is also the pr- this is the spiritual ritual that has the best pranking opportunity. Exactly, ever. <laughs> you could easily hire a woman to enter on the fifth floor. Easily, it would be so funny. And you, I- <laughs> you could easily hide a camera at an elevator too. There's yeah. already cameras there, right? You do all that, like <laughs> somehow if you're able to get the building, like this would be a high cost one, but make it where everyone's like around, and then when he gets to the tenth floor, move everybody out, like. Out of sight. So he thinks that he's. <laughs> yes. What's the benefit of it? So the like the eleven mile ritual. The benefit is you get your deepest desire. Yeah. Why would you do the elevator ritual? Like what? According to that particular you just version, go to a new world. Yeah, but what's in the new world? According to so, this version, here's the thing that we that might be. Is it the same world as the one you entered in? If that makes sense. Like your chairs are in the same spot from once you entered from your real world. Does that make sense? You mean it's like it's a very like parallel world? Yes, but without people. Yeah, that's creepy. So you enter it and everything's the same way. So all of this is the same, right? But we're not here. The podcast equipment's up. My cup is full of water. All that stuff. Because here's what you could do. You could go in there, take jewels, take money from that world, bring it back into yours. Mm. What you have to know where there's <laughs> jewels. <laughs> so you mean like you're there's in a not, city, there's you can break any, into a bank. You mean there's not any people to stop you from stealing. Well, is there people in this world? Well, that's but well, that's yeah. what you were saying is there's no people in you're this right. parallel world. You're right. But all of the objects like mm. money are still there. Yeah. Just every every object is still there. I guess there. that's the benefit. That's one benefit. Another one, this is cool. Hear me out. Um, what if it's like a so, well, I'm going to go with this because I've been watching a lot of Breaking Bad. What if that is where 
they use their drug syndicate. Like their thing is in this Yo, parallel world. That's funny. Like the, the, all the crime uh, Lords are just also like super, like uh, superstitious, <laughs> they, but not, not because they're just superstitious, but they actually are like wizards and stuff. Yeah. And so like <laughs> the reason they can't get caught is because they think it's in this building, but it's not in but the it's building. At, but it's, the, it's, it's in on a the separate 11th world. floor. It's on the 11th yeah. floor of the 10 story building. It's in this separate world. That's, that's kind of a funny little bit. But, I know. Because uh, <laughs> um, imagine making a serious drug show and then putting in, yeah, <laughs> there's like everything is totally like legit real life. And then they yeah. just throw in just a stupid like, oh yeah, we keep it in the, like the magical elevator. We keep it in the, <laughs> like one of the twists. Like, what? That's the ending of Breaking Bad is like, <laughs> he's like, where's this laboratory? His laboratory is like, this is actually in a separate world. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, uh, yeah. You don't just go behind the, uh, the mm-hmm. laundry mat you it's actually yeah it's a separate world in, in our elevator yeah you know what this kind of reminds me of dungeons and daddies a little bit like how all the guys just ended up in the in the in the forgotten realms in the forgotten realms <laughs> i feel like that's relatively common in just like uh dungeons and dragons in general i mean because the forgotten realms is like a place i think so according yeah. to the but does the the dun i've never played dungeons and dragons the only, literally the only experience I have to Dungeons and Dragons is this like comedy podcast, Dungeons and Daddies. And they, in their version of the story, it's like, oh, the Forgotten Realms is a place. Also, Earth is a place. There's also these other realms yeah. as well. Is that how it is in all Dungeons and Dragons? Is it like that they're like, they are like worlds that I think exist so. in similar to like. So I want to say yes, because if you even think about like other lores, so the one I'm going to go with is, uh, I don't know why this is the first thing I thought of, Thor. That's actually right? what I was thinking, the realms. The realms, how they, Earth is a real place, but this world is just a different realm, like a different world. And so they consider it real can you travel, in its game. Can you travel to the realm? So in Marvel lore, can you, if you have a, ship or whatever that can travel long distance can you physically go to the realms yeah or you have to have like portal technology you can through the uh all not the all spark that's a transformers thing what's it called i was like is <laughs> i don't know why I the, the gate the rainbow gate the uh bifrost. idris elba bifrost yep, yeah the yeah, bifrost. yeah the bifrost no i think that's just a fast way to do it is the bifrost because thor, bifrost- thor had a goat and of ship in his last one, he traveled. Remember? Yeah, I guess he, but he traveled, kind of Earth traveled from Asgard. Yeah. So they're not, they're different realms, but they're not like they're not di- different dimensions. Yes, they're just like far away from each other. I think so. I think that's what it is. Yeah, but but in the case of the Forgotten Realms, or and obviously this elevator world, it's the same world, but like a different dimension, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I kind of like it. Like, I think that would be hilarious. An abandoned, <laughs> an abandoned world is pretty creepy to me. It is. What I else mean, could you add to make it scary? Does it have to be scary though? No, it doesn't. It could literally just be empty. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Like, uh, the show that I think does its best, honestly, Stranger Things. I mean, that's its whole thing is the upside down is the, yeah. you know, other kind of dimension of the earth that's like stopped in time from when it created. Yeah. And it's just the same and all the objects are there and. Now there's all these, you know, bad mythical creatures, but, uh, uh, you could literally just have like a world that looks the exact same and there's really no harm in it. Like there's literally no harm in this place besides just, you need to get to the elevator. 
But according to the ritual, like there's obviously some inherent harm, right? Like why does it say in capital N, capital O, capital T, do not talk to her. Do not look at her. Like what? It's not explained, but it, it implies like, oh, if you do something wrong, you're in danger right now. Right. That's what I'm trying to find is the 10 story building may be defined as a building with 10 floors above ground, including the first floor. They're like, get comfortable. You may never see your home, blah, 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 blah. Um, Why would you ever do this then? Yeah. Like the other one, you get a wish granted. Oh, oh, regarding the other world. Okay. Reports concerning both the nature and appearance of the other world vary. Some state, for example, that should you choose to exit the elevator of the 10th floor, you will see a world that looks almost identical to your own, save for two details. All the lights on the floor will be off, and if you look out the windows, the only thing you'll see in is a red cross in the distance. Oh, what? I didn't realize that. Yeah, I, we were like... So that's what... Okay. This other is, reports, however, do not specify that this will necessarily be the case. Additionally, some say that electronic devices... Do not function. Others, however, say they function as usual. He, they're literally saying it could be this or, or it could not. You have so no idea. There's no way to prove it's wrong. That's Yeah, the stupid. Red Cross is weird though. That is creepy. Um, so I was thinking about uh, maybe a reason why you do it is just like to know, like to experience it. Like, like for example, like <gasps> have you seen, you've seen the Matrix, oh. I assume. Have you seen the Matrix? I have, yes. Yeah, so it's like, and even if you haven't seen it, this is pretty common knowledge, but like how the thing about the blue and the red pill, ah. it's like if you take the red pill, it's like everything that you know is gone. Yeah. Um, like we're going to show you the truth. It's like if you take the blue pill, you can just go back. Nothing happened. You can live your life exactly like you were before. Mm -hmm. But the thing that's compelling about like the blue pill is like, oh, you know, why do I need to know about the f truth if I could just live happy in ignorance? Yeah. But it's like the red pill. There's something super alluring about that red pill that it's like, Oh, I can know the truth. Uh huh. And so I feel like that's similar to what this is. It's like less, um, it's less, um, like you're going to gain something from it other than Maybe just like, this truth. is, this is what the world really is. Right. Not my fake ignorance. Yeah. That's actually a really cool idea. Um, Another thing it popped in. Okay, I think I misread it. <laughs> but I really like the idea, and I'm going to tell you what I was thinking, okay? It says um, right here, um, you and perhaps the woman, whatever happens, though, you will be alone. You and perhaps the woman from the fifth floor. So the, that woman's just going to follow you. <laughs> Given the Oh, wait, she, she'll leave on the 10th floor with you? Uh, yeah, that's the only people in the world. Um Okay, now here's what it says. You may see or experience what others have before you, or you may see or experience something unique or previously unknown. So what they're saying is sometimes it's different for each person. But here's what I thought it was saying. I thought that they were saying that it was a time machine. <laughs> okay. And that they went into a world of things that happened before you. So I thought you would enter into an instance where things would happen before you, which would kind of be cool. Like, if the elevators like you needed to see something right yeah and that it like it knew your desires kind of like the desire of your heart from the 11 mile road you need to see something and then doing so entered you into a world where you could find yeah. out information so it takes you to the place that you were your best fitted to be 
Yeah. When you said time machine, I just had this hilarious thought that, so you're in a 10 story building uh-huh. and it takes you to a different time. It goes back to a time before the building existed. So you step out of the elevator and fall to your death because there was no <laughs> building. <laughs> like, right. Cause that's the cool thing that we were talking about elevators. When it opens, you don't know what's there. Yeah. So it could open wherever, but here's yeah. the thing though. Here's the thing though. He can't change the time. Cause we've tried that before. I hate the idea of changing time. The only thing is he can go into the world and see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the difference. That's the difference. Yeah. We hate <laughs> time. We like time travel. I mean, we just, literally just last night we watched Back, Back to, to the, the Future. Future. Greatest movie about time travel um, ever. <laughs> but we hate like we, uh, our worst movie <laughs> that we've ever written on this show for some reason was our like uh, time, trying time to kill Hitler movie. <laughs> I don't know why it was bad because um, it wasn't like that much different than our regular episodes, but we both hated it. And like listeners have told us like, yeah, that was kind of a whack one. Yeah. And we don't know. Just, I don't know why it was ended up so bad. We just don't like time have travel. to review the tapes. We're just not doing time travel. anymore. <laughs> yeah. I have listened to that one and I, I don't like it, but I don't really know why. I know because a lot right. of our episodes are kind of like not that compelling necessarily. Like it's just us talking. We almost don't even get to the movies a lot of the time. Yeah, true. That one we actually did write a lot of the story, the story for or at it. least a lot of the bare bones. We're like, story. what if they do this and this and this, right? And it just was bad. Yeah. I don't know why. But this was a time sign travel for is me. hard to do good. Oh yeah, that was the sign for me that I will never touch time travel unless like something really changes. <laughs> yeah, because there's no way to please people with time travel. Yeah, because it's already been done really yeah. well in a lot of different ways. Uh huh. That you can't copy them because you looking mm. like you're copying them. Yeah, and. It, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It is hard. Back to the Future did good. You could argue that the Avengers did it good. It was a different twist. Uh, a really Potter, good, I was going to say Prisoner of Azkaban. Harry Potter did it pretty well. It's also Because what I liked annoying. about it with Prisoner of Azkaban is in their world, it wasn't like time travel never happened. No, time travel was happening when they were living it the first time. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but they just didn't realize they it. They didn't realize it, which I like. You know what I mean? I agree with you, but... um. You know, the thing about the Prisoner of Azkaban, it's probably one of the my favorite ones. Uh-huh. They're all great, though, but the Harry Potter movies are fantastic. But they they introduced two items that would have ruined, that, like, ruined the rest of the story. Like the Marauder's Map oh. and the, um, <laughs> time turner. the Time Turner. Because after that moment, you're always like, why didn't they just use the Time Turner? Or why didn't Dumbledore create, like... You assume that Dumbledore has the ability and magic knowledge to create another Marauder's Map. Uh-huh. Or at least somebody does. Yeah. This is what you need to do, Dumbledore. Give a Marauder's Map to freaking Filch. Oh. That way he doesn't have to wander the halls all night. I didn't even think Just about that. Get, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Why? Like, they have these abilities uh-huh. and they don't use them. Do you think? Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Hear me out. Do you think Dumbledore knew about the Marauder's Rap? Because Snape didn't even know what it was. No, he knew what it was. Yeah, he did. You think so? I think Dumbledore knows everything. He's- yeah, I mean, he's Dumbledore. You're right. You're right. Um, Although, now here's what I loved about the Time Turner, though, is you could only go so far in the past because you're still having to relive it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a very, like, situational time travel. It's not like a use whenever you want time travel. I know. I Yeah, I know. You can argue that, but it's just... But it's, at the same time, yeah. It's one of those it's things... Like, or like there's so many times it's like, why don't they just use their magic? Like there was a moment when the, <laughs> when I think it was either, I think it was Half-Blood Prince when the Weasley's house was burning down. 
Yeah, yeah, the half foot prince. Uh huh. Why don't they use magic to like create water and stop your house from burning to the ground? And you can't tell me. You might say, "Hey, um, that's not a spell. You can't create water out of no, you nothing." Can. Well, in that exact same the movie, movie, Harry Harry it. made water for Dumbledore to drink. Yeah. So they just like they proved that it is possible to create water out of nothing with magic. Mm. And in the movie before, uh, Dumbledore created this massive like sphere of water that he put Voldemort mm. in. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Like, why didn't they Here's try? Just try to put they out your house. They should have tried. They should have tried. <laughs> I will agree. Although Dumbledore didn't create. Now we're on a Harry Potter rant. I love. We love. I love <laughs> Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> Dumbledore didn't create the water. The water was in the fountain during the battle with Voldemort, and he just whipped it out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right now, there was water near the near the burrow because there was all those like, swamps, so they could have used that water. The one thing I'd say, maybe I'm with you on that one. They should have at least tried. Like, yeah, Haley was only able to produce a little bit of water, but he still should have tried to. You know what I mean? Like, or there was the part where, uh, and then the other thing I'll say is, uh, probably none of them were strong enough, probably to whip out that like the magical ability. You know what I mean? Is Dumbledore to I mean, whip that water? I guess, but try. But try. They should try. Don't try. just sit there and cry as your house burns down. You're wizard. Like, I would love Do to something. see, like, in the background, Fed being like, Grafina. Like, doing, like, a cup of water. At the- <laughs> like, try. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> doing something. You know what I mean? And I've seen spells where they spray out, like, see, not that- a lot, but they spray water out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I would have been, I would have been happy with that because, like, oh, mm-hmm. they tried, but their magic wasn't strong enough. Their house burned down. It's like, that's satisfying. That's satisfying. I mean, a lot of people don't even notice that. Like right, them just right. sitting back and crying. But it's they like, should have what they should have done is had everyone else go running at it. And then they still wanted the emotional thing. They should have had Molly Weasley still there crying. And then they should have focused on Molly, but you know in the background they're trying to Yeah. You know what I mean? That would have been the scene right there. Or didn't they use like non magical ways to try to put out the fire? I can't what, remember. I swear, maybe this is a different I just movie. Remember, I just of. remember them looking at the burrow and then it cut out. But I swear there was like a moment where they were like grabbing buckets. Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. I think I am thinking of a grabbing different movie. Grabbing buckets. I think yeah. that must be a different movie. Maybe. I, but, and also speaking of Harry Potter, I just want to say this because um, we're, we don't hate trans people just because J.K. Rowling doesn't like trans people. Oh, I was like, we, what? Th- well, there's like so many things. Like if you were like, if you were a fan of like Harry Potter, a lot of people say like, oh, you're transphobic because you don't care about the fact that JK Rowling is transphobic. Oh. But I just want to say we we care about the trans movement. We're just also talking about this separate art right. that is Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So I just I just wanted to say that. No, I've heard a lot of controversy with the new game coming out. Yeah. So people which here's my argument for that. Okay. It it, it does kind of suck that JK Rowling gets all this money. When 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 she's against a movement that you care about, I understand that. I totally understand that, and I think boycotting a person because you disagree with them is a legitimate thing. But the thing about the movies, the thing about the games, is there's so many other people involved in it. Right. I mean, there like there's trans people that worked on the video game. I'm sure. Uh huh. Like, I don't actually know that for a fact, but I I mean I assume. Right. There's when there's that many people working on a video game, there's going to be or you see those credits in the movies. I mean, one of yeah. them. Mm-hmm. There's so like there's so much more than just J.K. Rowling. If you want to boycott the books, go ahead. Boy, I think you should boycott the books. 
You're if, like, if that, that is, if, if that's, that's what, yeah. If yeah. that's what you want to do. Because that but, is J.K. Rowling. But I don't that's, think you should call someone a bad person because they enjoy this fantastic video game that was made by hundreds of people. Right. No, I getcha, I getcha. Anyway, that's my... That, so I didn't know that was the controversy. I thought it was something that was in the game. And I looked it up and I'm like, I can't see no, anything it's, wrong it's with him inside this game. Like it's the just game the J.K. Rowling. World, J.K. Rowling. It's just J.K. Rowling. Uh, Yeah, no. Everyone that's true Harry Potter fans isn't great with J.K. Rowling right now. Ever since her, I'm not going to lie, ever since you finished the original, she's been kind of yeah. crazy. I don't think a lot of, no one's a J.K. Rowling fan. Yeah, that's Nobody. true. Nobody is like a J.K. Rowling fan. Harry Potter fans. Well, yeah, no, I remember when, what did she do that was huge? Oh, saying Dumbledore's gay. Oh, yeah. And that was the first thing. That's not like weird, but it was just like where it was done with the movie, like the movies were over. Yeah, it's like and she. And then her name got huge in the papers again or like yeah. the news again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like that. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, maybe. I. <laughs> to be honest, like Dumbledore probably was gay the whole time. Yeah. But Have I, you seen the new crimes of Dumbledore? Um, the, the Fantastic, Fantastic Beast. Beast. Yeah, he's gained Fantastic Beast. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. But no, I, I didn't see it. In the world. And so what's confusing to me is she did all these things for, you know, kind of, I would say the gay community, you know, Dumbledore gay or whatever. I, I don't know the right. I guess, yeah, for that, in the moment, maybe people thought moment. that. And then now she's saying bad things about trans, which I'm just like, why yeah. is she doing this? <laughs> She's like Kanye. She's throwing away her career. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I mean, she's saying what she believes, but right, right. It's just, yeah, it's a kind of not a great thing to say. Um. Okay, back to the ritual, though. Back to the ritual. I kind of like this idea. Well, just like anything to do with this elevator, I like this elevator. This elevator intrigues me. So, I don't. So is the move? So is the movie? just a movie about this elevator or is it a movie about a person that's like trying to like prove all these rituals true and then they do prove that they're true or like, do you know what I'm saying? So like, mm. it's not just the elevator movie. I see what you mean. It's the elevator movie and the bloody Mary movie and the 11 mile ritual <laughs> movie and the, is this a comedy or is this a serious movie? Cause I could see this guy. I don't just know. Probably a short film. I don't know what this is. Yeah, Like this guy just being haunted. Like <laughs> he was super superstitious. And now like, Oh, he's like, yeah, he's like somebody like <laughs> us that doesn't believe it. It's like, I'll prove all these guys are wrong. And then by the end of the movie, he's like haunted by everything <laughs> or something like like, and he starts what, doing what, it. What do we call these things? Because I want to look up, like, just like... Um, People who, like, ghost hunters? No, no, no. Like, uh, what Like what do you call... Just like, a supernatural ritual? Is that what you call it? I think so. Like, so if we just look up, like, what are famous supernatural rituals? What are famous super... Okay, let's see what we get. Ten of the creepiest ritual games you should not play. Okay. Oh, same thing. The ghost machine. The ghost in my machine. Ten most dangerous games. Okay, let's hear what you said. Wait, I didn't um, get the ghost machine as an option. Fiction and religion. I don't. Wow, there's a lot. Let's see. Um, which one would you? The locked ritual. The mailbox game. The maiden's gamble. Mother midnight. Mister eyes. Musical chairs alone. There's all. There's <laughs> also. A, a, I would wait, love. Sorry, to, what is that one? Uh, just musical chairs alone. I think that's already a great like. <laughs> that's hilarious because like you doing it with ghosts. Yeah. That's funny. 
Um, there's I'm also a lot. There's also a lot in other cultures as well. Like um, there's this one that I I think this is what it's called. I think it's called Kukuri San. Yeah, I'll look up that one. You look up the thing the, the musical, musical chairs. chairs by yourself because that's I'm right funny here. to me. Um, what happens if you use a phone to play a song and it just buffers? Honestly, I would just avoid putting yourself in the situation in the first place. Too much would go wrong if you try to stream the music while you play. If you're using a device like a tablet phone song, make sure you have the file downloaded and are able to play it offline. After the game, does it mean that nobody can uh, be alone oh, in the room again? Or is mind. it just the player who has to be careful? Just the player. I, though if you're bringing someone else in afterwards, it wouldn't hurt to warn them. What happens if you play it in some abandoned building and not your home? Uh, so Kokuri-san is not what I thought it was. So... Kukuri-san is like a ritual thing. It's a Japanese version of the Ouija board. Um, oh. But that's not actually what I was thinking about. What I was thinking about, there's like a ritual where you go into a bathtub at night and you like face the faucet and you like wash your hair with the faucet and the whole time you're like thinking about this like Japanese woman that like slipped in the bath and like hit her head on the faucet. Oh, okay. Um, And, and so... Th- I don't know the, all of the rules of the ritual, but there's like something like that. And you do a bunch of things. And then like for that entire day, you like mm-hmm. aren't supposed to ever look in like a uh, reflection. Cause you'll see Kukuri san or sorry, it's not Kukuri san That's the one that I s- said is not, um, whatever this woman's name was that I can't remember is like there behind you following you all day. And you can see her in reflections, but nowhere else. And yeah. so that's, that's what that one is. Um, I, I wish uh, I'll try to find it, but, Okay. Because <laughs> I keep accidentally calling it Kikuri san, but that's something totally different. Okay, so this is a begin at midnight. You know what I think would be a fun video for us to do? Post it on there. I think we should do like a vlog of us just doing a bunch of. We should do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just do a vlog I, of us doing a bunch of different like rituals just yeah. for fun. Because I think this would be a fun one to video. <laughs> See, what I love about this is that uh, like I've tried to do this in the past. Actually, I used to have an old podcast forever ago. And my co-host, he was like afraid to do stuff like this. And I had this thought before. Like oh, really? we, we actually did. The reason Kakuri-san is the one I remember is because we did do that one. Oh, really? It's like, it, so you, Kakuri-san, the Ouija board is like a physical board you can purchase. Yeah. Kakuri-san, you're supposed to do, you're supposed to make it. So you, it's supposed, you're supposed to have a white sheet of paper and you're supposed to write on it. And then you use like a quarter and that's like your planchette. Um, and so that's how you play that game. So we played that once, and he was actually down to do that, but he wasn't down to do a lot of the other things. So the fact that you're down to do it, yeah, we should make some vlogs of us doing 3 a.m. challenges. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cringe. Like, the, the 3 a.m. challenges was, like, a big thing like the that. 3 a.m.? What's that? Well, it's just it was just, like, a cringy thing. Well, I think it's cringy. Not everyone maybe thinks it's cringy, but it was just, like, a fad on YouTube, like, a few years ago where they were doing a lot of these challenges and a lot of them were fake. Like there's this guy named Jay station mm-hmm. who was super cringe that would do dumb stuff. Would he think it's re- like, would they make it look, they real? would make it look well, no, they didn't make it look real to anybody. Who's not like six. Oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so our whole thing, I think would just be like I, total well, joke. You that, know what well I mean? that, no, the thing how, well, that's an option. We could make it look like super dumb or, we could just do it, and then if it doesn't work, instead of like trying to pretend it worked, just say, "Oh, didn't work." Yeah, right. You know what I mean, rather than trying to make it, because I, I, I would love to see a ghost. I would love to prove to myself that there's ghosts. Yeah, but as of now, I can't. Right. So here's how the musical chair things works. 
Draw the curtains, make sure no lights get into the room. Set up your music playing device. Uh, cue up tiptoe through the tulips. Place the chair <laughs> in the middle of the room. You have to play tiptoe through the tulips? tulips yeah. Here, I'll play that while you... Okay, because I don't know what it is. Oh, you don't know the song? <laughs> is it tiptoe by the window? Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. I've only seen that on TikTok when you do creepy stuff. <laughs> um, turn the lights off. Hold the match in your hand, but do not light it. Play the music and begin the game. Walk around the chair six times. If the music stops, sit down and light the match. Congratulations, you win. If the music keeps playing, you're inviting something into your home, but it doesn't want to play. Okay. If the chair falls over on its own, leave the room. Do not look at the chair. Do not enter the room alone again, ever. And so we need to do it in an abandoned <laughs> Don't building. Don't enter the room ever. So they're like, do it in an abandoned building. So you see that house across the street? Is that abandoned? Yeah. <laughs> what, can you get into it? Yes. You've been in? <laughs> Dang it. How could you if you never told me this? Uh, I thought I did. Have I not? I didn't realize it was that place. Yeah, I thought you went somewhere like totally oh, different. No, no, no. It was that one. There's an abandoned resort in Florida that we should do this to because that would also be kind of fun. <laughs> but also would not because there's actual people in there and real people scare me. No. <laughs> not um. the... Yeah. I don't get what you earn from this. You win. You win magical chairs. And then if you lose, you just give up your room. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. <laughs> they just do like bad things. That, bad things that can happen, but like no good things that happen. So why do it? There's no guarantee that whatever you're invited in will leave, okay. even if you perform. So here's Tiptoe Through the Tulips. I, again, this is a creepy, inherently creepy song. And so when you do musical chairs in an abandoned building to a creepy song, you're going to be freaked out. Why is it not playing? Well, it's like, it's not, oh, there it went. It's finally playing on the roadcast. There's also, I can't remember what horror movie did this, but they used that song and they like remixed it. Oh, Insidious. Yeah. You heard the Insidious version? No. This is the Insidious version. This is the actual movie, so I'm gonna get to the song. I have. This is what I've. This is what I've heard. This one. This is weirdly less scary. Can I see the video? So what's happening? A man's taking off his shirt. Have you seen Insidious? No. I need to. So if you're playing musical chairs to this song, obviously you're going to be creeped out in an abandoned building. We need to find rituals that you can do with two people. I know. Because, or, or more than two people, but specifically ones you don't do by yourself because... Oh, it's getting creepier. Who's this, who's this girl? I don't know. I haven't seen Insidious. I've heard Insidious is amazing. This is a good song. Like, it's kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know who sings this, but... This is a good version of this song. 
Is anything creepy happening yeah. yet? Yeah. Oh, what's happening? Oh, shoot. <laughs> so explain the ritual again. You just play this song with one chair in the abandoned building? Yep. And then what? What? When do you leave? I can't remember. So here's literally what it said. They're like, oh, if the music stops or if the chair falls over, you just leave. Okay. If the music stops, sit in the chair like the match you win. Or if the music just keeps on playing, then you invite it to go so who doesn't want to play. Um, <laughs> so here's what's funny though. Wait, so either way, you no matter what happened, you invited a ghost. Yeah, because you don't stop the music; it stopped. A ghost did it. Uh huh. The chair falls over. A ghost did it. The music doesn't stop, which is what is going to happen because you yep. are never going to stop the music. Oh, but you just invited a ghost that doesn't want to play. But still, you invited the ghost. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? What all these rituals you know are funny. so stupid. They have a. <laughs> I should probably note here that I'm. Also, not totally clear on why you would want to play this game. It's high risk, and there's literally no reward. <laughs> is that what it says? Yeah. That's what they say. Uh -huh. They're That's like, funny. it's high risk and no reward. But is it high risk? Like, the, yeah, can ghosts hurt person, you? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, like, a poltergeist no? can hurt you, but I don't think poltergeists are. The um, kissing chair game. Kissing chair. I think I found one with two people. Okay, <laughs> I'm just let's kidding. Go. <laughs> Um, um, I have a question concerning this. Two or more paranormal. We should. So we've been talking about we forever ago. We talked about how we're going to go back to this haunted location. We're still going to do it. We are. We are. There's a haunted um, like hotel slash bed and breakfast. I don't know if they do breakfast, but it used to be a mansion. And now it's they have rooms that you can rent out for the night. And we're, we, we, we said we were going to do it sooner. It didn't work out, so we're going to probably do it this summer. But we should do rituals there. Oh, would they let us? I think that's their whole deal, dude. I, I yeah, think like right. their whole deal is the fact that they attract ghost hunters there. Uh-huh. That's true. Okay. First off, this kissing chair game is a one-person thing. You need a cup full of water, salt, a spoon, a red candle, a white candle, matches, sheets or large pieces of clothing, uh, blue painter's tape, masking tape, um, a timekeeping device, a quiet room located within your home. Uh, questions. Anything you wish to know that you certainly do not know. Oh, okay. So you might gain something from this, actually. Uh, begin your preparations prior to midnight. The Ghost in My Machine is a good resource for these games. I keep They are. Uh, of all pets and other people, travel throughout your home, close any windows. Yo, sorry. Keep doing that, but I wanted to tell you this. I went in the Ghost Machine, and it asked me, it said confirm you are human rather than I am not a robot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Why did it say I had to confirm that I'm human? I've never seen that ever. That sounds, it's the ghost machine, man. The ghost in my machine. That's They probably did that on purpose, but I thought that was kind of funny. If usual, an actual kissing chair, position it. What's a kissing chair? Yeah. I Is, <laughs> is there a chair most people just kiss on? a sofa i mean in your own home you might have a chair that's comfortable for that but yeah but a but, chair yeah. i mean a couch you, they say you can take a sofa <laughs> if using two wooden or folding chairs position them both in a room such as they are next to each other and uh close enough that their sides are touching but facing opposite to keep an eye open at one time add a spoonful of salt to the cup of water and stir it until the salt dissolves keep an eye on the time Place a cup of salt water within easy reach of one seat of the kissing chair. Keep an eye on the time. Once you've positioned both kissing chairs and salt and water within the playing space, turn out the lights in the room. 
Keep an eye on the time. Travel throughout your home once more to turn out any other lights that might still be on. Keep an eye on the time. Your home should now be entirely dark. Check the time. Is it still before midnight? Good. If it is not, do not proceed. Take up two candles, your matches or lighter, and your timekeeping device. It's time to invite your guest to play. Go to the front of your door and home and open it. Place the red candle immediately outside the door and use the matches or lighter. Light it. Hold on to the white candles and using the matches or lighter, light it. Close the front door carefully, making sure not to extinguish the candle or knock it over as you do so. Remain by the front door, inside your home, hang on the white candle. Um, as soon as the clock ticks over midnight, knock on the door three times. Pause, knock five times. Pause, knock seven times. Pause, knock three times. Stop, listen. If you hear three knocks, carefully open the door and check the candle. If the candle is still lit, the ritual has succeeded. You may proceed. If the candle has gone out, the ritual has failed. Do not proceed. See, um, yeah, if you hear more than three knocks, the ritual has failed. If you hear fewer than three knocks, the ritual has failed. If you hear nothing, the ritual has failed. <laughs> you see, that one would get me. If I actually hear knocks <laughs> yeah. right then, I'd be like, nope, I'm not opening it. <laughs> We're going to bed. <laughs> It's all, listen, this is all fun and games until we get haunted. <laughs> remember, actually, that's kind of funny because remember the last time we recorded this location, we're at Carter's apartment right now. Oh, yeah, you're right. We heard the chair move and we still don't know how that happened. Yeah, we're like, you heard it in the podcast. Yeah. Too. <laughs> um, it hasn't happened again, but maybe if we keep talking maybe. about it, maybe it will. Maybe, some, maybe, it will, maybe it will grace us with its presence again. Yeah, I already have a. I already have a ghost here. He's a cool guy. Wait, did you? That was not. It a did. Jo- that was oh not a joke. Goodness. Stop! 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 That was so long. Okay, <laughs> you know what this is. That was up there. But why was it right after right. we said it? Do they hear us? They hear us. They've got to. There's no. They have. They That's, must hear us. Because they must. We have. Okay. This is, I'm not, <laughs> we have not heard a chair move this whole entire time. And then we like summoned it into existence and a chair moved again. See, this is how it's so easy to believe in these. I, know, I love it. I love it. Technically it was upstairs. And I wonder if it was upstairs last time too. It probably was. It, that one did feel more upstairs. That one did. The other one, the first really one felt, really felt like it was down here, really but. Did. The fact that we didn't hear it this whole time and then Until right as we, we brought it up, it, it happened upstairs. Um, <laughs> they can hear us. They can hear us. But we, uh, there's no way they can hear us because we can't hear them. Or if it was just coincidental. It was coincidental. I mean, everything is coincidental. Yeah, but I love it. But it, that was like crazy timing. <laughs> that was awesome. I hope that was picked up by the mics because I know. that was insane timing. <laughs> and did, it was so not, long too. We did not plan that. We, <laughs> we, yeah, that, that's why I'm freaking out. I'm not actually freaking out, but that's why it like... Because we didn't act. Because it would have been easy for us to plan that. <laughs> that was not planned. There's no one in here. Uh, I do know the people upstairs, but we didn't tell them to move What the ritual chair. could we do right now? Right end, now? To end the show. No. Um, Two-person ritual. Two-person. You know, the stupid Charlie Charlie. Yeah. Remember that one? No. I never did him. A, a guy tried telling me that his grandma died one time. Ah, for unlimited fun. 27 scary, 24 spooky rituals games to play with friends. <laughs> so I guess we should. So all these rituals. The so sleepover game. I heard, I saw that one. Okay. I didn't read it, but I saw it. Um, 
it is crazy how much movement is happening now. I know. That's so funny. <laughs> that's um, so funny. That's crazy. Like it was such great timing. It was awesome. That was the greatest thing ever. But uh I probably clipped the mic because I screamed when it happened. Or I didn't scream like in fear, you, but I like you yelled. Out. Well, that's when the mic goes too high. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. I was like, you clipped the mic. But yeah, anyway, sorry, what were you saying? Um so to make this a movie, our character is what? Just some skeptic that is going around doing all these things. I think so. It. So it's, it's, it's less of like a, it's not a documentary. It's like a similar. It's like a found footage. Uh-huh. I think it would be funny to make like a parody on ghost hunters. Like, mm. you know what I mean? I yeah. think we do a found footage parody of yeah. ghost hunters. I think that's what this movie is. I think that's funny. And I think the thing about this is this is easily done. We can do this. <laughs> we, can, <laughs> we should just do this. I, that's what I'm saying. Kind of the like separate from this podcast. Oh, I mean, we can post it on our podcast channel, I yeah. guess. But yeah, we should we'll just, probably post it on our Instagram. Make sure to give that a follow. We should just do a parody of the ghost hunters, but like actually not find anything. I know. <laughs> like make it super intense, but then we don't. Well, turns out place is a haunted Turns out the place isn't haunted. But then, the we're gonna, but then we're going to become believers on accident because it's so easy to become believers because we just heard the chair move and bo- even both of us at the same time are like, wait, that's kind of whack. And then we're like, oh, obviously it's just the people upstairs. If you actually think about it, it's easy to disprove. Yeah. But if you, if you just let, let it believe. If you let yourself believe, you're going to believe so fast. That's what I uh, that's what I always tell people. I say the Scooby-Doo reference. I say there's always a man behind the mask. If you want to believe, you can believe that there's a ghost. But if you look for just what if a you second, look, there's a man behind the mask. Speaking of Scooby Doo, what did have you uh, seen anything about the new Velma show? I mean, I've heard it's not that good. It's so. Uh, I watched the first two episodes because I was just so mor- you morbidly curious. It's so bad. The animation is actually surprisingly very good. I bet the well, not surprisingly. Good. I mean, whoever I just heard the story it. wasn't good. Yeah, and it's like, why make it Scooby Doo? Make a new series. Yeah, make it a new. And like, it's just dumb. Is Scooby-Doo even in it? No. Yeah, the dog is not in it. But there's like a character that's like, oh, this is the Shaggy character. This is the Daphne. Well, so Daphne, Fred, and Velma are called Daphne, Fred, and Velma. The character that's like the Shaggy character, he has a different name. And he's, I don't really view him as Shaggy. That kind of sucks. Other than that, he wears a green shirt and brown pants. <laughs> they like it. Make him. <laughs> but this isn't Shaggy, guys. No, the whole point of Scooby Doo is Scooby Doo and Shaggy. Like, there's been movies of Scooby Doo and Shaggy without the rest of the gang. Yeah, but there hasn't been. But there's never been stuff without those two. Which I guess now there is. Now but there it's kind of terrible. Yeah, I. Well, look- what's terrible oh. about it? What? Wow. Okay, Velma has 1.4 on IMDb. I have never seen anything that low on IMDb. Yeah, it's so... And I can't even really explain why it's so bad because, again, the animation is very good. It looks like it's really good. It kind of looks like more Rick and Morty style-esque. Yeah, it's it's good animation, but I think what's annoying about it, like every second in the movie, or it's not a movie, in the show, at least in the first two episodes, is just commentating on like race it's like all it is really it's like because velma like because velma in obviously in the past is a been a white character and she's a black one in this one right she's actually indian is she indian oh yeah because mandy kelling indian yeah. mindy does which is divorce. fine i have no problem with the fact that they changed her race because that doesn't matter 
but they constantly talk about it. Really? Like every scene that Fred is in, they're commenting about how he's a white guy with a tiny dick. That's literally, they, that's, they've said that so many times. Really? And that like how, oh, he's bad because he's white. Oh, he's a murderer because he's white. And and I have no problem with making Daphne. They made Daphne Asian as well. They yeah. made the shaggy character black. They oh, made so Velma true. Indian. I have no problem with that, but it's just so annoying that they, that's all they talk about. Yeah. Is the fact that there's, the race is different. Right. Like just do something and don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. You don't need to like tell me that, oh, this, this show is good because we are like diverse. It's like, just make it diverse and make it good. Exactly. Right. I feel like that's a, that's what someone was saying about Top Gun that yeah. they really liked. Yeah. There was a, there was women in it. There was, there was uh black characters. There was Mexican characters, Asian characters uh-huh. and you, and they weren't there because they wanted diversity. They were, they there, were there, there were the best because Phoenix was the best pilot. They uh-huh. were there because, um, cowboy and fanboy. Yeah. They were the best pilot. Uh-huh. It wasn't because they were trying to be diverse. They were just the best and they were diverse and they were good. They were, she Phoenix was a strong, powerful woman mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. No, I, I and there's that. other examples of that uh-huh. where you don't, you just do it. Black Panther, black Panthers. They did like bring up the fact that, but it was like, no, this is just a strong character who has this civilization mm-hmm. that happened to be African. Yeah. That's a good, that's good. That is what is considered good inclusion. And that's necessary because we want people to be able to look at characters in fiction and be able to relate to it. Right. In, like inclusion is incredibly uh, important. Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Exactly. Is another that's great way super that important. Uh-huh. That's a good thing. But when it's constantly like, that's all that's being talked about in the show, it's super tedious to watch. And that's why Velma was boring. Really? Yeah, that's a shame because I love anyone who knows me. I'm a huge Scooby-Doo fan. Love and support Scooby-Doo. Um, even no, to this I'm day. I'm tired of Scooby-Doo. I love Scooby-Doo, but it's like how many generations <laughs> do you need to make? Yeah, I agree. If they come up with good stuff, it's good stuff. Mystery Incorporated that they made in 2015. They made a two season story arc. One of the best story arcs ever. Yeah. And I do agree. But at the same time, sometimes I just make But boring. they've been doing a lot of bad Scooby-Doo they stuff have. lately. They have been doing a lot like, of bad I, Scooby-Doo I didn't stuff. watch the Scooby movie. The Scoob? Yeah, I didn't Was watch that Scoob? either. called Yeah. I didn't watch that. I, and but, I, but I just heard it wasn't that good. I know. Um, it's I kind had, of dropped off. And I had then, to stop watching Velma. I had to... Like the What's New Scooby-Doo that reboot. Was classic. That was great. There was, there's been some good reboots. Uh-huh. But, but some have also been terrible. Yeah. They did a version on Netflix a little bit ago. Really? Well, not a little bit ago. I guess it's probably been 10 years. Mm. It feels like, but in comparison to the other Scooby-Doo, it's, it's like from the fifties, it's new. Right. And the class. And that one was, that one was decent. Are you? <sighs> I, I want to do an experiment right now. Um, yeah. Ghost. If you're here, move the chair again. Ghost, if you're here. Even if you're upstairs, Ghost, you can still yeah. move the chair upstairs. <laughs> you can move this one, or you can move the upstairs one. <gasps> Did you hear that? No. See, I don't want you to fake it. No. This is what I... <laughs> because it was the... Weir- okay, no. just That's just walking. Just 
because it was just crazy timing last mm-hmm. time. So I'm just trying to do the experiment, Ghost. see if it happens again. Can we ask it to knock on our door? Because that was one of the rituals. The just ask it to knock on the door. Yeah. Um. Or is yeah, that we can try it? Kay. I don't know if you tell the ghost what to do. She's like, do something. But I guess that's when you say that's something, true. anything works. Oh, It'll a bird like, flies by. Oh, that was the sign. Oh, yeah. you heard a knock. Oh, that was. Ghost, the sign. if you hear, let us know. He must be going out. The Super Bowl is about to start. Nothing happened. <laughs> Nothing watching, happened. That was the side. He's watching the Super Bowl. Give him a break. He's on. This is a day off. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, that was crazy timing. But yeah, I still total coincidence, but kind of a fun. That was kind of awesome. That was a fun coincidence. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was that. a fun coincidence that we captured on a, on, on, a, on podcast. audio. Yeah, this is the best one ever. So uh, stay tuned for our um, ghost hunting series. Oh. See, it just did. Boom. Just happened. It doesn't happen very often, but it did happen those two times. But that one was a little that was delayed. Late, yeah, that was late. Yeah, that had nothing to do with it. Yeah, but there's there's lots of people that live up here, and these are thin walls. It yeah. was just kind of crazy. Well, it's funny. But. This would have been awesome. Okay, so in our apartment complex, they play Just Dance upstairs, and our ceiling caves in every time they play Just Dance. Like it's scary. <laughs> I'll have to get it yeah, on so video. They're, they're thin walls. And but. so I would have loved if we're like, guys, give us a sign. And then right then, boom. <laughs> <laughs> and they find the audio of us just dying. Yeah. Because we asked just for a sign from the. Sign. <laughs> I would want them to put it for comedy because I would hope people laughed at that after I died. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is my permission for you to laugh at that audio. This is my clip. permission. Yes. We're giving permission <laughs> for you to first of all, upload it. And second of all, Laugh. laugh at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we were to die right now, do it. Ah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for those uh, ghost hunting and ritual videos because that's going to be just kind of a fun little thing for us to do. Yeah, I'm kind of excited. I think that's going to be and, a blast. Uh, yeah, let's jump back into the void.